Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rotundo. And I'm your other host, Sam Gold. And boy, do we have an exciting episode for you guys today. Super wild card weekend, officially in the books. Sam, it was by far one of my favorite weekends. It's always one of my favorite weekends of football, but especially this one. You have all the craziness in the regular season, and nothing would really surprise me, but there was a... One play call that was very questionable that we'll get to in a little bit, but Sam, what are your thoughts? I would agree with you that it's exciting in terms of we have playoff football finally, but I have to disagree with, honestly, in the 20 years I've been on this earth, this was probably bottom two wildcard weekends we've had. I'm going to be honest. I hate to say it. We were hyping this up, but I got to say, Chris, almost every game fell flat. We thought maybe there would be some more evenly matched games, but I mean, Bills Pats, we thought maybe that would be close. That was a blowout. I mean, we knew the Chiefs game and the Eagles game was probably not going to be close, but Cardinals Rams, I mean, that was just a shit show. The Bengals game was decent. And then, yeah, we'll get to that Cowboys game. But no, for the most part, it was definitely exciting because it was playoff football. The Chiefs won. We'll get to that. That was great. But um, overall, I got to say, I, you know, I think we are, we're due. We're due. I think the divisional round is going to have some classics, instant classics. We got, you know, it's good. We got all the bad playoff games out of the way early. So I think this is a, a, a fresh start. I'm still excited to talk about these games. But overall, you know, what, what can you do? Lots of blowouts. Just when we expected, just like in 2021, this whole season, we expected there to be a bunch of close games. You know, Chris, with with the good, you take the bad and – uh. You know, there's been a lot of surprising things, and I think this weekend was surprising because it didn't end up being too close. Couldn't have said it better myself, Sam. All right, let's roll that intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right. Um, so the first game was Raiders Bengals. Um, just the classic Saturday afternoon game. I mean, what else would be in this time slot? It's just such a like most 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 people don't care about these teams, which is funny. But I was I was personally this is one of the games I was most intrigued by. Um, Chris, I mean, here we go. The Bengals twenty six to nineteen. I picked the Bengals to win with twenty six points. I was almost close on the final score. If the Raiders would have scored a touchdown instead of kicked that field goal towards the end of the game. But, you know, still the Bengals winning. By the way, I went six for six this weekend on game picks. Um, but, yeah, Chris, walk me through Bengals' first playoff win in 31 years. Yeah, well, heading into the game, you had two teams that – who was it? The Raiders haven't won a playoff game in, what, 19 years, is it? And the Bengals yeah. at 31. Something crazy. So one of those streaks had to come to an end. And the Bengals, they come out victorious. I mean, Jamar Chase showed out in his playoff debut. Joe Burrow is showing why he will be a top quarterback in this league. And I do believe he will be a ve- most likely next year. He will probably be in the conversation as a top five quarterback. But second year, this dude, this kid is proving a lot of people that he could be the face of football. I mean, this is his first full season, first healthy season, and he leads a Bengal team right to the playoffs. Nobody thought at the beginning of the season, if you told me that the Raiders or Bengals would make the playoffs, 
I would have probably laughed in your face. And now you have both teams playing each other. It was crazy. But one of my biggest things was that one play, Joe Burrow scrambling, and he throws a touchdown pass. I forgot who caught it, but the whistle blew when the ball was in the air and they still called it a touchdown when usually I think the rule is you have to re- replay the, the down or something like that, Sam, that was game changing. It, that was a complete F up on the ref's part and the officiating crew after this game, they also missed, I think, I think Sam, what, what did we say? Like four delay games in the Raiders. It's not even like, you could you could point to anything. They missed holding calls. I mean, it was just well. They're not officiating again this postseason. Yeah, yeah. The, the NFL luckily put out a statement. They're like, yeah, you guys aren't. No, you guys are done. Go home. Go watch the playoffs on the couch. You screwed up enough. But yeah, I mean, Chris, with that one play you were just talking about, I think it was the that Tyler was a game Boyd changer. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like, what side do you take? Like, yeah, I guess the rule book does say if there's a. If, what's the word they use erroneous erroneous whistle um yeah i don't know i've I've only heard that word like three times ever but there's an erroneous whistle blown uh during a play yeah you just have to redo it and i don't know i mean i I, a lot of people are like yeah that's exactly what we have to do so why didn't they do that and then and then the second part of me is like well it didn't really affect the play. Like people were saying, oh, the Raiders players gave up because they heard the whistle at the last second. No, it, it, Tyler Boyd was wide open. Honestly, I, I I didn't think that actually affected the play itself. And I think it just should have still. I, I don't mind that it stayed a touchdown. I think. But just think about. I think it was. Say it was the a rule book. Yeah, but let's just say it was a replay of downs. All right, and let's say instead of a touchdown, the Bengals end up getting a field goal out of that drive. The game is totally different at that point. I mean, either way, you're gonna get you're gonna get pissed off Raiders fans or pissed off Bengals fans. I don't. The whistle shouldn't have been blown anyways, so I don't mind it staying a touchdown. Even though, yes, the rule book does state that you have to redo it. So I don't know. It's a messy situation. I'm glad that the NFL just took care of it by saying, you know what, guys, you know this was too controversial. You, you didn't follow the rules. You're out for now. But um. I don't know. I mean, it's just a weird situation to be in, especially if you're a Raiders or a Bengals fan, just watching that. Yeah, but, you know, congratulations to the Bengals. Uh, What a turnaround they made in one year. And the Raiders, they overcame a lot. Uh, Head coach being gone halfway through the season. Uh, Henry Ruggs, we all know what happened there. So a lot of adversary. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Adversary? Is that the word? Uh, Adversary, yeah. Yeah, a lot of adversity that they had to overcome this season. Overcame a lot, and if this happened to, I'd say, 90% of the other teams in the league, I doubt that any of them would be able to make the playoffs with everything going on. So, you know, good season, Oakland, Vegas, actually. Oh, man. Uh, Better luck next year, I guess. I, I really don't know what else to say, but, you know, you proved a lot of people wrong. All right, Sam, we can move on. Wrong. Yeah, Wait, one more thing. Uh... Just want to say congratulations to my dad. Um, he was 27 the last time he watched the Bengals uh, win a playoff game. He's now 58. That's crazy. Dude, did you see the uh, the meme or whatever? I forgot the post, and it was like some the, the first ever person was able to text about the Bengals winning a playoff game. Oh, yeah, game. we talked about this, yeah. That's Chris, crazy. think about this for a second. If I told you the next time the Steelers win a playoff game is when you're when you are 51 years old, I mean, think about that. That's what my dad had to experience. 
kid who experienced that horrible, heartbreaking loss six years ago against the Steelers, um, and then just many more in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, good for him, you know. I, I had a feeling this was going to be the one. That's why I picked the Bengals. And uh, you know what? Not even my dad, just the rest of Cincinnati fans. I think they're just a, a starved fan base that, you know, I don't I don't think anyone could really hate the Bengals, even if you're a Steelers fan. I mean, they're – they're just not a team that you you just you would despise like like the Patriots or the Cowboys. So yeah, you know, I mean, I'm happy for a team like that, and you know the fans and Joe Burrow and everyone. So that was a I good mean, win for all. I say it all the time. I love Joe Burrow, so it's hard for me to root against a guy, even in the, the even in the division that I've been a fan of ever since uh, college. So sucks that he has to be in the division, and it's probably gonna torment every single team in the in the North for years to come. But you know. AFC's getting tougher. Yeah, uh, that that's what happens. I mean, when these bad teams get high picks, they're eventually going to land on a stud. Well, Chris, um, speaking of getting tougher and another quarterback that's going to be an issue for quite some time, Josh Allen and the Bills put up 47 at home against the rival. I said they were going to do it. They were going to finally take down the bully, and they did. I mean, Chris, that <laughs> the stadium was electric. Um, I don't know what, what we rate this podcast in terms of like PG or rated R, but I mean, if you want to talk about what was thrown onto the field at one <laughs> point, I mean, that was pretty funny. I mean, if anyone who, anyone who watched it knows what we're talking about, but if you, you want know, to a, about, um, something for a phallic, uh, a phallic device, as you would say yeah, that you could uh, use to, um, all right, all right, pleasure, all right, pleasure. We'll we don't say. have to go that far. <laughs> I thought you were going to explain it. All right. Um, Can you explain it in vivid detail. But you know, if you know, anything, <laughs> you know anything, and it glided through there, the air, Chris, there's like, and there's balanced web, on the field. There's other websites for that. We don't. We don't have to be the. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to be the outlet for that information. But um, there's stores no, I mean, for that. There's stores. Baby. All right, all right. We're gonna <laughs> this is a football podcast. Oh my! You know what? That's fine. Whatever. Um, but if you know Bills Mafia, I mean, you're not surprised that, that happened either. I mean, the place was just going nuts the whole time. I'm sure someone broke a few bones jumping through some tables. I mean, look, good for Bills fans. They needed this. Uh, this was I, I said they were kind of they're kind of in the background. People were sleeping on them a little bit. It, it reminded me of the 2019 Chiefs, just like I said, where you know their season didn't go great, but they still made the playoffs, and now they're getting hot at the right time. And what better way to start it off by just demolishing the Patriots who have had your number this entire time? So honestly. Chris, do you want to talk to me about that crazy, what was it, seven drives in a row Josh Allen and the Patriots scored touchdowns? Josh Allen is so good. I mean, this Bills team, looks like you said, they're clicking at the right time. Middle of the season, they went to that slump, and everyone's like, oh, Buffalo, what happens if they fall out of the playoffs? And then they drop the game to New England on that crazy weather game. And then the last four, I think they're on a four-game winning streak heading into the playoffs, and they're clicking at the right time. You come in to the wild card round against your division rival and you stomp on them. This Bills team four incompletions against the against the Patriots defense. That's nuts. This four team is the hottest team in the league right now. I, I think that they're the scariest team to play right now, just simply based off of how hot they are. And this is a hot streak that if they keep this going, I don't see how they lose another game. They do have a tough task ahead That's of them. Scary. It's scary. As a Chiefs fan, I'll tell you, front, we'll, we'll get to the game previews, but I'll tell you firsthand, I'm not the most confident guy in the world. I mean, they want <laughs> and their it's revenge a rematch. from last it's year. It's a rematch I from mean, last year. I know. 
people were like, oh, the Chiefs are going to get the revenge because we lost them in week five. But no, no one's thinking about that. We're all thinking about the AFC championship and how the Bills want their revenge, how Stephon Diggs was standing at the ceremony watching the Chiefs celebrate another AFC championship. I mean, it's all in the cards for the Bills to get their revenge, and I'm very, very nervous about it. But um, I don't know. Anything else about this game that was pretty much a blowout the entire time? Josh Allen, he had one of his best games later in the season when they played the, the Patriots uh, the second time around, and he had another one of his best games uh, this this time around, tossing five touchdowns for 308 yards. Like you said, only four incompletions. So headed into these last two games against the Patriots, Belichick's been able to contain Josh Allen, and these last two times these two teams have played each other, uh, seems that this Patriots team and Belichick really does not have an answer for Josh Allen. So. We'll see what happens, but couldn't be more happy than the Patriots getting eliminated when their fans are saying, oh, fastest one-year turnaround. Oh, we're back. Mac Jones, baby. Next Tom Brady. Shut up. Mac Jones is not the next Tom Brady. There will never be another Tom Brady. Patriot fans, no one feels bad for you. Yeah, and it's it's kind of funny to see people be like, oh, is Belichick a bad coach? Like, is he? No. Like, stop. All right. Now you're going too far. These these. There's some people out there that are going the complete opposite direction saying Bill Belichick was carried by Tom Brady. And this is what every season's like without like, no, come on. I, they won 10 games with Mac Jones. That's, that's still pretty impressive. Yeah. So, uh, what do they win? What, what do they win? Eight games with Cam Newton. Seven games. Yeah. And a ton of guys to decided not, not to play and they got everyone back, but you know, how could someone sit here and say he's a bad coach? I mean, winning not not just one ring, but multiple rings, and you're going to sit here and try and say that. Oh, With other teams, too, as a coordinator, you won other rings, too. Yeah, so, so the mean, people that say that, uh, they probably need to go for an exam to get their brain checked out. I think they just hate the Patriots, probably, but still. Who who doesn't? All right. Uh, who, who doesn't? So yeah, right. Josh Allen, then the Bills, They they move on get to the Chiefs next week. We'll get to that in a second. But we got to talk about more of these games. Bucks eagles Bucks win it 31-15. The score, not as close as it seems. I mean, they were up 31-zip until the fourth, I believe. Uh, Chris, I'm going to be honest. After, I don't know, midway through the second quarter, I kind of just dozed off and didn't really pay attention to this game. I mean, we all pretty much thought it was going to be a blowout, and it was. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, I was kind of just there on the couch, and when they went up big, I was kind of just like, on my phone going uh, upstairs, doing other stuff, but I kind of had the game out in the background. But It was the Bucks, game I was least excited for. for yeah, sure. we all kind of knew exactly what was going to happen, <clears throat> but the Bucks, a team that's been getting injured at the – there's never a right time to get injured. We spoke about this. There's never a right time for a, a team to start getting the injury bug, but <clears> – <throat> They are getting it at the worst possible time of all times. End of the season, into the playoffs. Offensive line starting to get banged up. You already have a ton of guys on your offense. Weapons are already banged up, and some after the season, you know, some decide to rage quit. So I'm a little scared if I'm Tampa. I mean, you're just losing guys now left and right. I'm not so sure the severity of some of these recent injuries, but Sam, what are your thoughts on this? I don't know. Like, any team that just has Tom Brady on it, it's just like... Every issue doesn't seem as bad. Like, this is just another thing to add to his resume that he's going to overcome and then he's going to win another Super Bowl. I don't know. Until proven wrong. Like, that's just my mindset at this point. No, no, I understand. I mean, it's really hard to say that, oh, all these injuries um, are going to affect Tom Brady. And I totally understand that. But it's just hard not to think about it. No, no Godwin. 
no Antonio Brown. And then I think but it's like if there's one guy to start utilizing like OJ Howard and Cameron Bray and Scotty Miller and these other guys, it's going to be Tom Brady. So I don't know. They'll, they'll always find a way to make it work until proven, proven otherwise. I mean, I'm not, I know there was a, I think two offensive linemen. Listen, I'm, I'm not someone who knows the every offensive lineman's name. I know a handful at, at most. I know two of Jensen them. Jensen got hurt, and who's the other one? It was the left tackle, right? right. I honestly don't even remember, but I don't know what the severity of them are. I guess it's through the injury report, but I don't know what the severity of them are, but if they miss time, I'm a little scared. Yeah. Oh, Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, of course. Their tackle. He's oh yeah! If, it, so. right, if he if he misses time, that's not a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just you know I don't know. It's like and he, it's like Tom Brady's this other specimen, man. It's just it scars me after we, the Chiefs lost to the Bucks, and somehow Tom Brady got a seventh ring. It's just like I give up at this point, you know. No, like I, I, I understand. Win the Super Bowl until they don't, you know. No, no, I, I totally see where you're coming from. It's one of those things that it's hard to see when a team starts getting banged up this late in the year and key guys start getting banged up, not like backups or rotation players, key guys. That's when it's starting to be like, all right, what's going to happen here? Yeah. And then um, one more thing about this game, about the Eagles. You know, I've been kind of defending Jalen Hurts all year. I wouldn't say I've been advocating for him, but I've definitely defended some of the harsh things people have said about him. And his play, this game didn't help my case whatsoever. Um, I mean, look, if Jalen Hurts, if this is how he is, I mean, look, no one expected him to play great or the Eagles to win or anything, but he was very, very bad for two, three quarters of this game. And he was missing open wide receivers, throwing picks, um, and just and just looked scared out there. I know it's his first playoff game, but, I mean, it was kind of a mess from the start. And – you know, I think he's going to get next year as, as his opportunity. But if he doesn't step it up, if they make the playoffs again and he just looks like this, then, yeah, I, I have to agree. I mean, that's a if he's with that hurts, If he's with Philly next year, he needs to win a playoff game or they're moving on from him. Yeah. That's, At this point, I do agree. That's what it comes down to. And they didn't have the toughest schedule this year. You look at a lot of the teams they beat, only one team they beat, like we said, that was over 500. So... They're going to have a tough road ahead of them. They need to prioritize getting another wide receiver, I feel, to kind of help them out. Yeah. And then you can have a three-headed monster of – you can have Smith, Goddard, and then you can have another receiver because Rieger is just terrible. He had less yards than uh, Henry, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs. Yeah. Yeah. So that says it all. You could have had Justin Jefferson, Smith, and uh, Goddard, which would have been insane. I think you get him another offensive weapon. I think he has one more year in him, you know, that three-year QB rule, and then we see where they go from here. I don't think he's going to stay past next year, but crazier things have happened, Sam. I'm really not shocked by anything anymore. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree with everything you said. All right, Chris. Well, speaking of teams that had a pretty easy schedule after we reviewed it last episode, and you know what, Chris? They went one and done. The Cowboys... The, probably the most talked about game of this weekend, 23 to 17, the 49ers win it. Chris, I told you, you said all season the Cowboys are going one and done, and then you bailed at the last second. I know, be right. I know, because I just don't have enough faith in Jimmy Garoppolo. 
I mean, I guess I understand that, but As, especially him one, banged yeah, up the with the thumb injury. Not the one that's winning you the game. It's the run game and the defense. So I, I could put Jimmy G aside for at least this game, but it's more so Debo, Debo Samuel, man. But uh, yeah. yeah, couldn't be couldn't be happier seeing the Cowboys lose. I mean, this is not good for them. Who, who knows? I mean, it's like Tony Romo said uh, during uh, the, during the game. He's like, this is the year that the Cowboys have to win like teams usually have a window and this is this team's window like this is the year because they have a lot of guys in their prime a lot of good players before they're going to get paid a lot of guys towards the end of the prime end of their prime with no contract so if you're going to win the super bowl it has to be this year um a lot of questions now i mean this was not a good look for this cowboys team a team that obviously had super bowl hopes and they fell way short, losing in the first round. But on the other side, you have the 49ers. We'll get to the Dak Prescott play in, at the end of the game in one second. But we have the 49ers on the other side who they draft Trey Lance to end up taking over probably at the end of this season. Uh, the quarterbacking duties and looking to move Jimmy Garoppolo out. And Garoppolo not only leads this team to the playoffs, but wins a playoff game. So... If I'm the 49ers, I'm kind of thinking, obviously, you want your team to do well. But when you draft another quarterback as early as they did, everyone knows it's because they're going to replace him with Garoppolo. And when you draft a quarterback that early, obviously, you want your team to have success. But I don't know if you want your team to have this much success, if that makes sense, because it's going to make the decision to get rid of Garoppolo that much harder. Because how much better does, or how much better, better at all does Trey Lance make this team does Trey Lance have the ability at this point in time do you believe to lead into the playoffs and win a playoff game I don't think so at this point in time I get what you're saying I know that it's uh you don't know the answers to that yet but I don't think they're looking at Garoppolo as the reason why they're winning these games and winning in the playoffs either so I don't know I think it's a win-win for the organization I mean if if the 49ers end up being good and Garoppolo's oh, value has gone up, if anything, at the end of this year. I know it's it's a win win for both. So Garoppolo's he, he's kind of doing an Alex Smith thing. He's gonna he's gonna go find another job, be a starter somewhere else, and then that's it. And, you know, uh, it, it's like I said earlier. It's like this season was kind of going to determine what team if he's uh, he's out of here, what team he goes to. Is he going to go to a team that has like like a Houston Texans type team, which sucks, or is he going to go to a team that feels that they're a quarterback away from? win the entire thing like the cleveland browns mm-hmm. it's one of those things like that but i don't know i'm interested to see because how much better does trey lance really make this team it i mean there's gonna be a lot of questions for this team especially what happens in the playoffs uh you know next week if they can somehow beat the packers i don't know yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna get interesting because i don't think you know they were one overtime away from not even being in the playoffs and now they're one game away from the NFC championship. So that is true, but you know, that's that's sports for you right there. You go from maybe not making it to now you win a playoff game. So we'll see. But Sam, take me through that uh Dak Prescott play at the end of the game that had Cowboy fans throwing garbage not only at the refs on their way out, but some of their players as well. Well, you know, um hold on, let me premise preface this really quickly by saying the 49ers luckily they played a team that got 14 penalties in the playoff game so that's a bad start already for the Cowboys so if you want to complain about the Dak Prescott play blah 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 whatever I mean the Cowboys don't even deserve to be in that situation to even have a chance to win it 
regardless. I mean, they, they shot themselves in the foot from the beginning. So there's that. And then, yeah, all right, here's the play. They're down by six. There's 14 seconds left, I believe. And they're on, I don't know, it's like the 40 of, of the 40. No timeouts. And Dak Prescott, he, <laughs> I, I don't think, no one even does this in Madden. I don't know what's going on. I mean, him and Mike McCarthy, they agree to call him quarterback draw. Or you know what? Honestly, there was a wide open hole. But Dak Prescott, you have, at this point you're running, you have like 10 seconds left. You slide way too late. I mean, you could have slid at least two seconds before and still gotten a good chunk of yardage. And then you forget to hand the ball off to the refs, which you, as a, as a player, I know it's in the moment. I know crazy things are going on. You're like, holy shit, I just made this play. We're running out of time. Just got to go, 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 go. But you have to know the rules in that heat of the moment. I mean, this is one of the most important, most important moment of the season. And you just hand it to the lineman when you have to hand it to the ref. And people at first were like, what's the ref doing? They're getting in the way. Oh, they're ruining the play. But no, you have to know the rule book. The ref has to touch the ball and put it in play before the ball is snapped. And yeah, I guess it's kind of annoying that the ref like bumped into Dak a little bit and wasted maybe a half a second. But, you know, it's not his fault. He was sprinting from the other side of the field trying to get to the ball so the play's not illegal. Um, and, you know, you can't put the blames on the ref. You, like you were saying, people were throwing trash at the refs at the end of the game. And I don't think people realize that it's, it really wasn't their fault. I mean, the Cowboys have been shooting themselves in the foot this entire game. There's no, there's no better ending, more appropriate ending, I should, I should say, that than the Cowboys doing it one last time. And it was all on Dak on that play. They shouldn't have ran a QB draw to begin with. I mean, they had three plays before that where they got 40 yards and there was a wide open space. It was all throwing plays that went out of bounds, perfect plays. And they would have set themselves up really nicely. Uh, Chris, in the, in the press conferences, both Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott said they were uh, practicing that draw in, in practice and they thought they were going to have enough time if executed perfectly. If it was perfectly executed, they would have had one second left. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just such a ballsy play that, I don't know, wasn't smart at all. And, you know, at the end of it, the Cowboys deserve to lose this game regardless, in my opinion, whether you like them or not. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a mess and – Definitely, definitely the biggest storyline in in play storyline, in game storyline, uh, I should say, uh, from this weekend, and just, just crazy. But um, you know, Chris, coming with that comes with uh, some crying fans in the stands. That was, that was pretty fun to watch. That was. Did you see on a first take, Stephen A. Uh, his he he made a list of the top five crying fans from that game, and he had them put together a montage of music, and he was just laughing. Stephen A. I found that to be really funny. I wonder how Skip Bayless was doing right during that game. I have no idea. I wonder what his Twitter looked like. I I, I can only imagine. I should follow him. Actually, I, I think I I, th- I think I do follow him. I don't even have Twitter. Anyways. Well, anything else from this game, Chris, before we move on? Uh, not, not particularly, no. Just kind of random how Zeke, you said, quietly had a 1,000 yards, you said, this season or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he had 1,002 yards rushing. That just doesn't seem right. I feel like he only had, like, 603. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess he just gets, a, like, a shit ton of, like, 65-yard games. 
Oh man. I don't know. Well, you know, right. think about it. If he had in the 16 game season, he wouldn't have that 1000 yard season. That's true. That's true. Okay, Chris, uh, here we go. Chiefs won 42 to 21 and I don't know where to start. Uh, you know, well, that first quarter was terrible. It's just hard. That, like, that, that was funny. There was like seven or eight total punts. Um, and then TJ Watt got the party started. And that was pretty much it until the end of the game for the in garbage time for the Steelers. Uh, I was <laughs> yeah. kind of just laughing when TJ Watt scored. Like, I wasn't worried at all. I was like, eh, it's whatever. It, I mean, it just goes to show how bad this, uh, this season, I think the story of Pittsburgh was a couple things. Obviously, one, it was washed up Ben who just didn't have the same arm anymore. And he just wasn't the same. That's like most uh, every player when they get older and out of their prime, then you have the, the makeshift offensive line and you have Matt Canada, who is probably the worst play caller in the history of life. <laughs> so it's so painful. bad. Chris, what was that? What was that draw play where he like fake, handed it off to the running back, and then he, like, tried to almost throw it, and then he just gave it back to the running back. Do you remember that play? Yes, yes. What was that? What are they doing? It, it was all season like that. It was all season with just throwing <clears throat> three-yard three yard passes and running it on third and ten. It's like your best play is, like, a slant to Deontay Johnson, and he couldn't even he couldn't even catch this game. No, the drops, the, the drops came back for him at the end of the uh, – season this game he had a couple crucial drops but you know that's the end of the season that's the end of uh big ben and my biggest fear now is that pittsburgh is gonna either run out haskins or mason rudolph to start out the year next year and if that's the case i can't believe they rumored that that is just nuts to me that's come on the steelers are a respectable organization how do they not know that's the wrong decision how how do you still think there's gas in the tank for those quarterbacks? There's so many other people out there. There was I'd never be gas fine in with the drafting tank. a guy over those two. I'd be Mason, fine with Kenny Pickett. Mason never had any gas in the tank. I know, like especially after he got nudged in the head. <laughs> and then, and then Haskins. I, I think he was. Uh, they listed him as like a healthy scratch. I think most games this season. Good. He should. He's so bad at football that he honestly should. There's pick up Gardner Minshew. Like, come on, someone. Listen, listen. I'd even take. I right, now we're getting to some like offseason stuff. One Trubisky. more thing, and then, and then we'll move on. No, I, I was gonna say I'd even take Mariota for a year. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> like, just for I mean, Mariota would, would be a cheap option. He wouldn't cost. Mason like, Rudolph even won a game for the for this. Yeah, remember that one year when they had the swap between him and Duck. Oh my god! Yeah, bring him back. Bring Devlin Hodges back. He's even better at this point. Forgot about him. Is he on a team now? No, he's, he's so a huge. hit. I, I think he he went to the Rams and then he's just dunk hunting now. Yeah, something like that. And then I think he like tried out for like the CFL or the Arena Football League or something like that. Who who knows what he's doing? He'd be great in the XFL. You know who should actually go to the XFL is Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he would be like the face of the XFL. He would be the MVP. He'd be so good for that. Right, maybe like towards the end of his career, not now. I Although wish I'm sure he wants to get paid more money, so I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> He would be good because he's like a wrestling kind of personality. But um, all right, I'll talk about the Chiefs for a second, then we can move on since this game wasn't that good, anyways. Um, I mean, people are saying this was a for, this was a buy for the Chiefs. This game didn't count, whatever, blah blah blah. But honestly, it couldn't have gone any better because Chris, this game could have ended twenty to seventeen, and the Chiefs would have looked sloppy. 
and mix that with how the Bills performed. And I'm like the least confident I've ever been in the Chiefs. So the fact that we did blow out the Steelers, like we should have, is good. Like that's what we needed to do. And if that first quarter happens again next week, Bills are up 21 nothing at the end of the first. Yeah, it can't. It can't. You so. you can get you can get away with something like that versus an offense like the Steelers, but the second you go up against an actual offense that can throw 10 yard passes because they're not scared. Uh, and yeah, a confident offense, it, it, it's it's over. The Chiefs aren't letting the Bills offense uh, not get past midfield until the mid third quarter, like this game. But um, yeah, I, we got to play. Per- we'll get to that game. We got to play perfect. But um, in this game, I mean, it, it reminded me a lot of the 2020 season where the Chiefs would kind of just be like lackluster for a quarter, and then they just score like five touchdowns in like ten minutes. That's great. Mahomes threw five touchdowns, Chris, in ten and a half minutes. Think about that for a second. That's that would be that, if Mahomes started crazy. off the game with five minutes left in the first quarter with five touchdowns. We'd be up 35 nothing a little bit more than midway through the first quarter. That's basically the comparison. That's I crazy. Mean, that, is, that is absolutely nuts. Uh people just keep loving to hate on Mahomes, you know. It's just uh they just love to nitpick great players. It's just it's it's annoying, but people always do it. it and they always will. I mean. But they won't. They're not going to do it for Josh Allen. They're never going to do it for Joe Burrow. Like, people just hate Mahomes now. You know what? It's fine. It's better than, I guess, like, actually sucking. So, I'll, I'll take the hate at this point. It's fine. I mean, I would I would hate the Chiefs, too, if I had to watch them dominate every year. And Like, like I, I don't want to see – I don't really want to see a team go back to the Super Bowl after going once. Like, I'm, I, I get sick of those teams, except for, unless it's the Chiefs. So, I understand. Um. Yeah, 404 yards, five touchdowns for Mahomes. That is the third time this season he's had 400-plus yards and five touchdowns in a game. I think that's a record. Um, Jarek McKinnon, I, I think I texted you. He's like the new Damian Williams at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's been hurt the last couple seasons. I Finally healthy, and now he's finally playing. I feel a lot, a lot of people forget about him because when a player doesn't play for over, over a season, people are going to forget about you, and people are just not going to simply talk about you. And McKinnon, he kind of he he came back, and he used to be he used to be good back when he was healthy. Yeah, no, I I I, I was excited when we signed him. I'm like, oh, he, he's still in the league. He he was pretty good. So I'm glad he's getting his, his spotlight. He had a great game. He had a good game last week too against the Broncos. So um, honestly, even if Clyde gets back, uh, I just hope they they put in McKinnon more. I I I really like this. Is one of my favorite running back rotations we've had since Kareem Hunt has been in our, on, on our team. So it's been a few years. Um, I really like Derek Gore. Uh, I, I love Daryl Williams. But, um, yeah, I mean, this team, uh, great win. We we got to keep it up for next week for sure. Um, I think McCole Mac- Hardman has stepped it up the last few weeks. I think Demarcus Robinson had a great game. Tyreek Hill was great. Kelsey had the big touchdown and the touchdown pass. Um, he, was a, he was a quarterback in high school, I'm pretty sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was nice. A fun game overall. So, yeah. Um, you know, this is exactly what we needed for our confidence. And, you know, next week is is one of the most important games in uh, quite some time. So we'll see what happens. But, Chris, Cardinals, Rams, we can – but we kind of gloss over this for the most part. I mean, you know, the Cardinals are that typical start off hot and cold and just go one and done in the playoffs, and they just did that this year. Kyler Murray looked completely inexperienced. I mean, it was his first playoff game. And – you know, he did the Carson Wentz. He threw pick six in his own end zone. Did you see that? Did you see what he did? That was so oh stupid. My God. I mean, it's just 
he looked like a rookie out there. He really did. And that was that was definitely I'm sure it was disappointing for Cardinals fans to just think, go in there and lay an egg. Yeah, I mean, listen, this team very inexperienced, like you said, in, in, in the postseason. I think 31 or th- 31, 30 something of their players have never played in a playoff game before. So this is the first time for a lot of them. And going up against an experienced team like the Rams, uh, not going to bode well for you, especially a Rams team that's much better than the Cardinals. And this Cardinal team, like you said, they started off the season, what was it, 7-0, and and then they finished off the season going 4-5. Five. Or 5-7. and five and 6? I don't know. Yeah. Something, but they started off, and then they ended the season really bad, but a lot of bad mojo headed into the playoffs not how you want to end the season. And this is what happens. I mean, you don't want to be peaking in the beginning of the season. You want to peak at the end. They did the exact opposite mixed with inexperience. Tyler looked terrible. He went from being an MVP candidate the first couple weeks of the season to now people are being like making memes about him going back to baseball. So, you know, things happen. He'll, I'm sure this Cardinals team, uh, He'll bounce back next to this Cardinals team. I don't know. I feel that they uh, overachieved in some aspects. Uh, I think that Cliff Kingsbury, I think he's a, uh, I don't think he's that good of a coach. I think he's a bit of a clown. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if this team has some regression next year, Sam. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, this this just proves it once more that Cliff Kingsbury is is one of the factors that are holding back this team. And, uh, you know, it's good they made the playoffs and they almost won the division, but, yeah, I mean, this is this is considered after the start they had. This is considered a huge disappointment, and the Rams were just clearly the better team. And Matt Stafford, congrats to him. He got his first playoff win. Uh, Odell Beckham continuing to uh, really contribute to this team. He had a 40-yard pass and also a touchdown catch, and over 50 yards. Cooper Cup did well as well. Um, Cam Akers. They took Cooper Cup out of this game as as best as they could. They really tried. They they doubled him the entire game, and that that's what happens. You double cup, you're going to have Odell Higby and Van Jefferson right there. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the Rams just, we, we knew this was pretty much over since the first quarter. I mean, the Rams came out, they looked good. And then the Cardinals just looked unprepared and the Rams got up quick. And that's what happens. I mean, when, when a team this talented, like the Rams is on, they, they could possibly win the Super Bowl. Like if Matt Stafford's not turning the ball over, and their defense, like if Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are playing well and the rest of the defense just plays above average, like they're a scary defense. Um, and I think they've been a little inconsistent all year. But, you know, this game they were great. And, you know, Matt Stafford, if he continues just to not turn the ball over and Odell's contributing and all this stuff, I mean, they're a scary team. So, I don't know. Will, will you get the Rams where Matt Stafford throws two interceptions next week? Who knows? But – you know, if they, if they continue at this pace, I mean, you could get another team playing in their own stadium in the Super Bowl. So I don't know. But um, we'll, Chris, we'll see. Yep. It, it, it could happen again. That, that would be nuts. But um, that's it, Chris. Eight teams remaining. Uh, how many teams were eliminated? This Six teams were eliminated. So this is it. Down to eight. Wild card weekend's over. We move on to the visual round. <sighs> two Saturday games, two Sunday games. Chris, here we go. Remember, pick just just pick who you want to win or think could win. Don't care so much. Just just pick from your gut. Just pick from your gut. Now that the Steelers are out, um, all right. Bengals Titans. Of course, this is the first game. Like just just eh, throw the Bengals and Titans first. You know that's what they do. 
Tennessee. Tennessee's going to win this game. No, I know. Tennessee's probably going to win. But I'm going to pick the Bengals because I want to. And that would be crazy if the Chiefs and the Bengals are in the championship together. I mean, I really want that to happen. So screw it. I'm going to – I'll split with you. Chris, what's your score? I'm going to go 28-22, Tennessee. That's actually a good score. Um, I'll go – screw it. I'm going to go T. Higgins, a walk-off touchdown in overtime – 33 to 27 in a, an instant classic to start off this round because we had a, such a lackluster wild card round. We're, we're going to start off with a bang. And the Titans, they're going to come in hot. First quarter, they're going to go up 14 nothing, And then Joe Burrow is going to say, you know what? Get the confidence together. Let's pull this team. It's going to become a shootout going overtime. The Bengals are going to upset the one seed in Tennessee and move on to the championship because why not? It's 2021. The Bengals can win the Super Bowl at this point. Who knows? This season's been too wacky. But um, I like that. I like exciting. that. All right. Green Bay 49ers. Uh, very excited for this game, Sam. I'm going to go. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, at least this week, I'm not. So I'm going to go Packers 35 to 27 over the 49ers. It's going to be a good game, but I think the Packers are just going to edge them out. I don't see how this 49er team is going to have an answer for Devontae Adams. Yeah, as long as the Packers' offense is on, or is at least solid, like, I don't think the Niners stand a chance. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers has one of those games that he has every once in a while where, I don't know, the offense just isn't clicking and they just don't look that good, I think the 49ers could stun them because they're just that kind of team. If they get up, they could just run the ball and play good defense. But, I don't know. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is just playing well, Jimmy Garoppolo can't keep up. So, yeah, I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers coming out hungry, to get to the Super Bowl, and I'm also going to pick the Packers. I'll say 20, 20 uh, 28, 27 to 19. 27 to 19. I like that. I like that. All right. Rams, Bucks. Um, should be a good one. Both of my teams from the preseason Super Bowl, uh, from my preseason Super Bowl uh, prediction are still here. And they have the two toughest matchups. We have Rams that playing the Bucks and Bills playing the Chiefs, but Rams Bucks. I'm going with the Rams. I'm not backing away from what I said earlier in the year. Uh, this Rams team, I think they're going to stay hot. Uh, I think it's going to be a crazy close game. I think the Rams win on a game-winning field goal, 33 to 30. Okay, I, I think this game's going to be good, but I don't know, Matt Stafford. He had his good game. He got his playoff win last week. They're so inconsistent sometimes, the Rams. Like, I just think the Rams are due for Matt Stafford to throw a couple picks against this Bucks defense. I don't know. I don't know. I have a bad feeling. I really want the Rams to win. I would love for the Bucks to be eliminated. Right now, my gut's telling me don't bet against Tom Brady. And for Matt Stafford, just have one of those games. I don't know. I just feel it right now. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bucks. as much as I hate to say it. I'll go. You know, actually, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I really don't. I'm going to go 38 to 23 Bucks. I, I like that. I mean, it's really hard for me to sit here and bet, bet against Tom Brady, but I'm, I'm riding out what I said back in, what was it, I August? Believe, I can't believe the Bengals might go to the Super Bowl. There's I can't believe no the way. Bengals. 
I can't believe no. they're still in it. Could you imagine if it's like a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl? It could be me versus my dad or my mom versus my dad in the championship. Bengals 49ers would be the most random thing ever this year. Well, not really because the Bengals played the 49ers twice in Super Bowl. Yeah, but like for this season? Yeah, yeah. Now I get what you're saying. Or, tight, or Titans 49ers. Oh, no. Even though Titans, the Titans are the ones. Titans-Rams. Ooh, ooh. Gross. I don't even want to watch that. It has two viewers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's us. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. The final game of the week. Uh, the marquee matchup. My most, the game I'm most excited for. I'm, I'm excited for all these games, but the rematch from last year's uh, AFC Championship game. We have Bills Chiefs in the rematch. Uh, Sam, uh, why don't you lead us off? Oh, I've never been more nervous besides the two Super Bowls the Chiefs have been in. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Chris. Obviously, my gut has mixed feelings. As much as I want to say, as much as I want to stay completely confident saying the Chiefs are totally going to win this game, I just don't I don't think they're going to win. I'm going to pick the Chiefs because I'm a Chiefs fan, and, like, obviously I need them to win for my sanity and my happiness, and I'm totally rooting for them 1 billion percent. But there's a side of me that's saying this is the Bills year. And I don't know. It's just always been in the back of my head that this season was going to end disappointingly. I don't even know if that's a word. It's just going to end in disappointment for the Chiefs. I hate to say it, but I think the Bills are going to win. I don't know why I'm having this doubt. And Chris has some duck thing in his mouth. I don't know what's going on while I'm having a meltdown. But, man, Chris, I'm going to obviously pick the Chiefs, but – I'm so freaking nervous. If the Chiefs come out any flat or make any mistakes, I mean, I don't know how we're going to stop the Bills, unless the Bills just declined from last week. But I don't know. They're, they're hungry for the revenge. They're hot right now. Bills fans are going to go nuts. Everyone's saying this is their year. This reminds me of the 2019 Chiefs for the Bills. I don't know. Everything in my gut is telling me the Chiefs might get disappointed here. But you know what? i got to stay confident. I'm going to watch that away for now until – you know, the game's not over until it's over. The Chiefs are still a very good team. Many, many people are picking them to go to the Super Bowl. I got to jump on there. I got to jump on there. I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. This is one of the biggest games I've watched for the Chiefs besides the Super Bowls. And you know what? I'll go Chiefs. Going to be rooting for them hard. 34-31 to 31 in overtime. Let's have a second overtime game. Let's go Harrison Bucker, game-winning field goal in overtime to end off the divisional round. And the Chiefs will go on to host – their fourth straight AFC championship. All right. All right. That could very well happen. Um, all right, I'm going to go with Bills here. I think it's going to be not a whole lot of defense, but a whole hell of a lot of offense. Two high-power offenses going at it. The Chiefs better pray they don't fall out flat in the first quarter or else they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Unless they, uh, unless they can pull off some crazy thing like they did when they were down, what, 21 nothing few years back 24 nothing against the Texans. yeah so uh i'm with all that being said i think the bills are the hotter team right now i think that they're playing the best football in the league right now and i'm go- gonna go with the bills in a game that's gonna have no no defense and i'm gonna go say bills 42 chiefs 35 all right well we're uh opposite on the afc you got you got a bills titans championship prediction and i got the chiefs Bengals, and then we're also split on rams bucks so a lot of differing opinions here. This should be interesting. That should just t- show you guys 
how close these games might be, how good these are. So, man, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Anything can happen. This is going to be nuts. Uh, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. So now that we're done reviewing this, uh, is there anything else you want to say before we log off? Not a whole lot. I mean, we're recording this on what day? Wednesday, January 19th. So like we said before, what they guess with the Bucks news about the uh, offensive linemen and the injuries, I'm not sure if they're going to be playing, if they're going to be out. That was just kind of me just speculating about what could happen. But um, yeah, it's going to be a great week of football. Super excited. I think compared to, I say like week one of football, when we get red zone back, it's this is close to that feeling. I mean, even though the Steelers aren't playing this week and no fantasy or anything, just looking forward to it just because of all the storylines headed into this. Um, you know, Packers fans are probably sweating bullets right now because if they don't, they don't make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. Rogers is probably gone. So a lot of things to keep an eye on. Will Stafford be able to do what a lot of people are saying that could be the unthinkable. Could the bills pull off the, uh, can, both, can, can the Bills get their revenge? Can the Bengals keep this dream season alive? And just a whole lot of storyline, Sam, and I'm super excited. It's going to be nuts. So, um, yeah, guys, please watch these games. It's going to be – I have a feeling this is going to be a really good week in terms of just close games and everything. So here we go. That's it. Eight teams left. Hopefully the Chiefs come out on top. I'm not depressed next time. I'm a little nervous, but here we go. That's it. Um, and we'll see you guys next week for the recap of the divisional rounds. All right, guys, take it easy. See ya.